The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to share an unbelievable story about the Hatam Sofer. The Hatam Sofer was very sharp. He was a person who lived in a very difficult time in Jewish history when orthodoxy was under attack from multiple uh, uh, angles. And he needed all the time to be fighting with those around him to institute and to... Uh, and to commit to the authenticity of a real Judaism that was in danger of being eroded. Well, he used to have incredibly wise young men come to study Torah from him because the Hatam Sofer was unparalleled in his, uh, in his generation, in the way he taught Torah, in his writings, in his uh, responsa as well. Anyway, one day, there's a young man in the synagogue, and his name, the name of this young man was Rabbi Yitzchak, Yisrael Yitzchak Aaron Landsberg, okay? He eventually became the Av Bedin, the head of the Bedin of a city called Grosvarden. Now, this Av Bedin, he wasn't always the head of the Bedin. There was once a time when he was a very, very young boy, and he was living in the, Chata, in the, in the synagogue and in the yeshiva of the Chatam Sofer. And he was studying as one of the boys in the yeshiva there. This boy was an absolute genius, a child prodigy. Maybe he was in his young teenage years. But whenever the Chatam Sofer would give over a class, this boy would remember the entire class beginning to end by heart. But not only was he able to do that, he was able to mimic the voice, the style of his rabbi, the Khatam Sofer, to perfection. So not only would he say over the shiur that the rabbi had said the day before, he would say it exactly the way he did it. Anyway, he's doing everything and the boys are cracking up because his imitation is spot on. The Khatam Sofer walks in, he sees what's going on, he doesn't actually hear the boy. But he hears that all the boys are laughing and the avir, the, uh, the environment in the, in the shiur is very light. Everyone's cracking up, they're smiling. So he says, what's going on over here? And someone said, there's a boy who said over the shiur. So he says, why is that funny? So they had to say, you know, so he was copying the voice of the Rosh Shiva. He was doing it exactly with all of the motions and it was, the Khatam Sofer was deeply offended. He considered this not to be kavod, he was very upset, okay? On the spot, he closed his book and he walked out. He didn't even give the shi'ur that day. He was so angry, so upset, so offended, I don't know what he was. He leaves, okay? I, I want to read this to you because this is unbelievable. Unbelievable. After that response, the upset response, the shutting of the book, the walking out of the yeshiva. The very next day, the Khatam Sofer sends out word to the entire yeshiva. I want every single boy from all the classes, every single boy needs to be in the Beit Midrash. And if there's anyone that does not come to the Beit Midrash, they're going to be thrown out of the yeshiva. Everyone needs to be there. And even the boy who unfortunately was, you know, did this deed yesterday, he better be there too, and if he doesn't want to come, they should drag him to the yeshiva. Not a single person in the yeshiva is allowed to miss my class today. Everyone is shaking, but no one is shaking more than young Yisrael Yitzchak Aaron. This young kid, genius, who knows that he's about to be 
slated in front of everybody. The rabbi is going to give a whole shiur on kavod for Torah and kavod for chachamim and how a yeshiva is not a place for letzanut, for, for jokes. It's a serious place. It's a place of learning, of growing. The boy, he can barely walk. They have to like practically carry him in. He's so afraid. The rabbi walks in, very serious. He walks up to the to the podium, and everybody's sitting there. They're all waiting in in uh, in silence for what the Hatam Sofer is going to say. And as soon as he starts, he says, "My dear children, yesterday in the shiur, I acted completely inappropriately. Instead." of giving this boy who was able to say over the shiur word for word, instead of paying him honor and telling him what a great memory he has, and showing and sharing how proud I was of him for being able to repeat the shiur, and to remember not only the shiur, but how I gave it over. Instead of giving this kid the, the honor and the dignity and the kavod that he deserved, what did I do? The Hatam Sofer says, I embarrassed him in front of everyone in the shiur. I was over, I did the sin of malbin p'nehavero berabim, someone who humiliates someone publicly. At this point, in the speech of the Hatam Sofer, the whole yeshiva is dead silent, they're stunned. He starts to cry, the rabbi, in front of the entire yeshiva. And his body is shaking as he's racked with sobs. And he keeps saying over and over again, Malbin Someone who humiliates someone publicly loses his entire Olam Abba. And he kept saying it again and again, and he's crying louder and louder. And the boys are so emotional, seeing their leader, their rabbi, breaking down in front of them over the fact that what that he actually said, you know, yesterday, that it was disrespect and, you know, what kind of thing is this? Just, he was offended, he was hurt. But at the same time, the rabbi felt that there was no excuse to knock down a young boy, especially publicly. And he carried on and he said, it seems to me that I am not worthy from now on to be the one that comes and teaches you in the yeshiva. I don't think I'm worthwhile as a teacher, as a leader, as a role model anymore. But he said, but even with all of that, he says, I still have an obligation to ask for forgiveness. And I have to ask for forgiveness in public because I embarrassed him in public. The rabbi says, if this is what I did yesterday, then I come here and I beg you, please Yitzchak Aaron. Mivakesh ani mechila. I beg of you for your forgiveness. Ana beni, please my son, mechali. Again, he asks, please, are you mochel? And the boy, he's like overwhelmed. He can't believe this. He says, of course, of course. I'm so sorry that I even did it in the first place. It wasn't the right thing to do. But for sure, the rabbi doesn't need to humiliate himself like this in front of everybody. And the rabbi, again, he kept asking again and again and again. And only after he was sure that the boy had nothing against him in his heart and that he didn't mind anymore at all whatsoever, only then was the Hatam Sofer willing to continue giving classes in the yeshiva. The Khatam Sofer, he said to the boys, you know, I don't know if after embarrassing one of my students, I don't know if I'm fit to be a rabbi anymore. Maybe I need to retire. 
But I'm thinking to myself that that line and the willingness to step down as a teacher because you say that you've let the position down. Why? Because the guy was mimicking, he was copying him. It's not kavod. Those moments that the Khatam Sofer was noach letishchoret, what did he do? He taught them a great lesson. Maybe the greatest lesson he'd ever taught. But I want to add one thing. I started by saying that this man, Rev Yisrael Yitzchak Aaron Landsberg, who was the Av Bedin in Grossvarden, okay? Do you think he would have been the Av Bedin in Grossvarden if this would have went the way that he thought it was going to go? If the rabbi would have slated him publicly and thrown him out of the yeshiva? What would have happened then? What turned this guy into a rosh, into a leader, was the fact that when he was young, and when he'd done something, kal, he did something to shchoret that a, that a young person does, the rabbi was noach with him. He was calm with him. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.